The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. LinkedIn presents. How did Pixar get to be so good? How did the, how did the SEALs get to be so high performing? And you all usually almost always find a crisis where everything goes wrong and they're thrown back and they have to figure out how are we going to get from A to B? What, how should we interact? How should we be together? How can we reinvent how we get along and how we work together? It's Thursday, and today I want to know, do you have an every-man-for-himself philosophy? Are you pretty much exclusively focused on your own self-improvement? Well, if life hasn't taught you this already, let me be the one to remind you of the immortal words of John Donne, No Man is an Island. No matter how good you are, you're not going to get very far alone. You need to be part of a good team, a strong community, a band of comrades, a functional family. I'm Michael Kovnett, and on today's episode of The Next Big Idea Daily, I'm going to continue my conversation with the man who wrote the book on team building, Mr. Dan Coyle. Earlier this week, Dan shared some of the big ideas from his book, The Culture Playbook, and you can find those episodes in our podcast feed or on our LinkedIn page. Today, he's back with another big idea on the importance of what he calls deep fun. Here he is to explain. When it comes to group culture, fun comes in two types, shallow fun and deep fun. Shallow fun happens when you do activities where fun is the goal, you know, like ping pong or foosball or happy hours and the like. Shallow fun is great, but the problem is it's a sugar high. It wears off and it doesn't lead to deeper connection. Deep fun, on the other hand, happens when groups seek out activities that improve group life, that boost some element of the shared experience, where the goal isn't just the fun, but the bonding that happens when you take ownership together. We see a great example of deep fun with a small company in Michigan that decided to track down the best coffee on the planet for their office. They put together a team to find that best bean, the best roaster, the best machine, and bring it all back for their group to enjoy. We see it with the U.S. women's national soccer team. For big matches, they design their own cleats, and they choose names of their heroes, Malala, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Serena Williams, to go on the back of their jerseys instead of their own names. And not coincidentally, They work together to achieve pay equality with the men's team, and it pays off. One study by Jacob Morgan found that groups that invest in deep fund practices achieve four times higher profit than those that don't. Because deep fund isn't really about the fun. It's about the bond that happens when you take ownership. Now tell me how I know the difference between deep fund and shallow fund. Deep fun, um, you're in a little bit of pain. There's some element of struggle. Um, it doesn't feel like it's a trip to Disneyland. It feels more like your, well, here's the classic example. It feels more like a camping trip. Like in our family's life, um, we've, we've done a lot of interesting, fun things over the years, but the stuff that we talk about the most, the stuff that ends up being the most connective and fun ends up being these camping trips that we take every summer. And why is that? Like we've done 
you know, these nice beach vacations and we've done ski vacation. We've done all these vacations, but, but those things don't register like a camping trip does. And I think the principle of deep fun explains it because in a camping trip, you're not, you know, you're not just sort of paying your ticket and walking through you. Everybody has to carry something. You don't know where you are. You don't know quite what's going to happen. You're all invested. Like you're all walking the trail to try to get somewhere. And you're having this completely different level of accountability, responsibility, fun, and engagement. And that's that's what deep fun is. Um, it requires a little anteing up. It requires a little investment. It requires a little pain. But the payoff is a much deeper sense of connection and shared purpose and shared experience. And it was funny, as part of studying these, these groups, you kind of roll the tape back into their history. How did they get to be so good? How did Pixar get to be so good? How did the, how did the SEALs get to be so high-performing? And you all usually almost always find a crisis where they, everything goes wrong and they're thrown back, kind of like, I would say, kind of like a camping trip where they're a little lost and they have to figure out how are we going to get from A to B? What, how should we interact? How should we be together? How can we reinvent what, how we get along and how we work together? And those moments of crisis, and I think I would think they're not necessarily fun while they're happening, but they are the things that forge cultures because they create clarity and investment and accountability and ownership and engagement in these lasting ways that regular life doesn't quite do. And so that's what deep fun is. It kind of is, it doesn't feel quite like regular life. It feels a little harder and a little more rewarding. Well, I think fun is having a bit of a moment. We had Catherine Price on our sister podcast here. Uh, are you familiar with her book, The Power of Fun? Yeah, tremendous. Yeah, and um, I feel like, you know, fun has gotten a bad rap or something. It just seems frivolous to a lot of people. But both you and she have identified uh, the value of fun, the, the real importance of having fun. And she makes a distinction between true fun and fake fun which is a bit similar to your uh, deep fun and shallow fun, you know, and she says fake fun is um, scrolling through social media or binging uh, TV. It's easy, it's comfortable, but it really doesn't animate you the way, you know, skiing with your friends does or hosting a dinner party, things that are, that involve connection and involve a little work and effort and the kind of fun that will really build a better life for you is deep fun or true fun. I love it. I love it. It's so true. And, and you know, all these institutions exist to sell us on this idea of comfort fun, fake fun. But I think deep down, we all know that's not actually fun. And the deep stuff is the better stuff. Well, there you have it, folks. That conversation was deep fun, wasn't it? I mean, it was actually shallow fun and deep fun. Anyway, I hope you'll come back tomorrow for our final episode with Dan Coyle, the last session of our masterclass on team building, in which Dan's going to talk to us about the power of experimentation. Experiment relentlessly, he says, because if the last two years have taught us anything, wait, I'm not going to try to explain it. It's Dan's idea, not mine. Come back tomorrow for a final dose of wisdom for Mr. Coyle. Until then, may your fun be deep. <laughs>